A spectacular play turned in by Bellinger. A remarkable catch by well, Mookie Betts. For Taylor who makes a diving catch. And I even need you. you got this right here. Put the work in. Put the work in. Five all the left. And deep. And a This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Your pregame look at the L.A. Dodgers as we take you to first pitch. Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck is presented by Chevrolet. By New Roads. UCLA Health. Keeping you on top of your game. Children's Hospital L.A. From cold to cancer. We got this. The second eye-popping play. Wow. WSS. For all your footwear needs. Proud partner of the Dodgers. Shakey's Pizza. Get more meal for your deal at Shakey's today. And by your SoCal Toyota dealers. We make it easy. Now your host for Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. How do you not love him? Tim Cates. Hi, everybody. Welcome in to Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Hope you are well on this Tuesday night. Your Los Angeles Dodgers with 106 wins on this season. One shy of setting a franchise record for wins in a season tonight, it might happen as they start a three-game series in San Diego against the Padres. Tyler Anderson on the mound. First pitch from Petco Park set for 640. Coming up over the next hour here on Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck, we got a lot to get to. We're going to hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. Get the latest on all the injuries. We'll preview tonight's pitching matchup in 30 minutes. Your chance to win some season passes to Six Flags Magic Mountain. David Vasse goes one-on-one with Michael Grove, who got the win on Sunday. Shortly, we'll hear from Kirsten Watson, and we'll also check in with Rick Monday and Tim Neverett out at the booth. Well, Sunday at Dodger Stadium, the Dodgers finished off the St. Louis Cardinals tying a franchise mark. Michael Grove, who you'll hear from in 45 minutes, he got the start. 25-year-old right-hander has pitched really well when needed, and he had his best outing on Sunday. Five innings, one run, three hits, three strikeouts. The Dodgers offense gave Grove early run support. Bottom of the first, Freddie Freeman, he's a doubles machine. Freeman awaits, here's the pitch. Shot into right center field for a base hit. That's going to go to the wall. Turner rounding third. He's on his way home. Freeman delivers a double, and the Dodgers take a one to nothing lead. Freeman's 46th two-base hit of the year. He's just knocked in his 95th. And when the Dodgers score first this season, they are 73 and 13, and they lead one to nothing in the bottom of the first. RBI double for Freddie, his 46th double of the season. That's best in the major leagues. Dodgers up one to nothing. Later in the inning, the Dodgers load the bases against Adam Wainwright, who then walked Joey Gallo. That brought in a run. Dodgers with two in the first. We're up two to nothing. The Cardinals cut that lead in half, though, in the top of the second. Yadier Molina, an RBI single, made it a 2-1 game. However, in the bottom of the second, the Dodgers with some two-out magic. Trey Turner, a single to center. Freddie Freeman walked. Will Smith then came up. A single to center. That scored Trey. RBI number 85 for Will Smith, and the Dodgers took a 3-1 to lead. In the third, the Dodgers got after Wainwright again. Joey Gallo, a one-out single. Two batters later, Cody Bellinger. Wainwright delivers. Line drive, right field, base hits, going to roll to the wall. Gallo scores easily. Bellinger is on his way to second base with a two-out double, and the Dodgers have a 4-1 to lead. Bellinger single and a double yesterday, doubles in a run this afternoon.
RBI double for Belly, his 60th of the season. RBI, that is. Dodgers with a 4-1 lead. Michael Grove went the five innings. Left with the lead, turned it over to the bullpen. Bruce Dargaraderall pitched the sixth, put up a zero. Andre Jackson came in and pitched the seventh. Struck out a pair. He came back out and pitched the eighth. Put up a zero. Andre Jackson came back out to pitch the top half of the ninth, and guess what? He worked around a one-out single to end the game and get the three-inning save. Dodgers beat the Cardinals on Sunday 4-1. to Michael Grove, his first Major League win. Andre Jackson, a three-inning save. The win for the Dodgers, tying a franchise record for wins in a season with 106. They're the first team in Major League Baseball history to win 106 games or more in three straight full seasons. And tonight... The Dodgers can set the franchise mark for wins in a regular season as they start a three-game series with the Padres in San Diego. Tyler Anderson gets the start. First pitch is 640. And with more, we head down south to San Diego and say hello to Rick Monday and Tim Neffert. Guys! Thank you very much, Tim. It is an absolutely picture-perfect evening in San Diego. Great night for a ball game. Game one of the three-game set between the Dodgers and the Padres. Dodgers looking for a franchise record 107 wins. But keep in mind, they still have a magic number to get to, and that number is four. They've got a a four-game advantage right now over the Astros for home field throughout the entire postseason. They've already clinched through the National League Championship Series. Now magic number of four, uh, chasing the Astros for home field throughout. So tonight, Blake Snell, the lefty, goes for the Padres, uh, lefty for the Dodgers, Tyler Anderson, as Anderson has been pushed back a day, so he's pitching on an extra day's rest. Yeah, he's pitching an extra day's rest. And for Dave Roberts, came out and says, look, we're preparing for the playoffs, and one of the best ways to do that is to keep winning. And as you mentioned, trying to get to that level of uh, excellence in 107 victories. And they've done a, a very good job against San Diego this year. In the past, they're, well, they're 12-4. and four. However, the magic number for the Dodgers is four. For the Padres right now, their magic number is that game-and-a-half lead that they have over Philadelphia for the second nationally wild card spot. And if the season ended today, the Padres would go to Atlanta, take on the Braves for that wild card series, and the winner of that series would play the Dodgers in the National League Division Series. But still for the Padres, nothing settled just yet. Entering what's just a little bit more than a week to go in the regular season, Milwaukee still has an outside chance to get into that third spot. So if they can do that, will Philadelphia be on the outside looking in? Or depending on how the Dodgers do head-to-head against the Padres, will the Padres be on the outside looking in? And the the Padres are playing much better baseball. They've won seven of their last nine. They've got some guys that are finally hitting the baseball. And the biggest one is Juan Soto. The last nine games, he's hit over 380. His bat was really silent right after the uh, the trade he came to San Diego. But now he's uh, putting the ball into play with some authority. And for the Dodgers, interesting also, Tim, that tonight we see some right-handers in there, including Trace Thompson will start in center field. Austin Barnes is going to do the catching. Will Smith will be the designated hitter. And in left field is going to be Chris Taylor. So we're not seeing Bellinger tonight against the left-hander. We're not seeing Gavin Lux tonight against the left-hander. We are seeing Max Muncy play at second base against the lefty. Yeah, and he's had some success against left-handed pitching, and as far as the lineup goes, uh, Dave Roberts was asked about that. In fact, David Vasse asked him about that in particular, about having Muncy against the lefty in there, and he said, yeah, he feels confident that uh, Max can contribute offensively and uh, wants to get as many right-handers in there as he can, but at the same time, he's going to go with Max tonight and see how it goes. So 
It's the Dodgers and the Padres, game one of a three-game set. The Dodgers have won 12 of 16 against the Padres, outscoring them 100 to 41 so far this season with three games remaining against them. Tim? All right, thank you, guys. Coming up here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. David Vasego's one-on-one with Michael Grove, who continues to pitch well when called upon. Got the win on Sunday in his major league first one ever. We'll break down tonight's pitching matchup. Your chance to play the Six Flags Wicked Good Play of the Game Contest. But up next, we'll go down on the field and hear from Kirsten Watson to lead you up to first pitch from San Diego on this Tuesday night. Dodgers and Padres. Thanks for being with us. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck. On your home for the blue all season long. It's Dodgers and Padres on this Tuesday night. The start of a three-game set from Petco Park. Tyler Anderson, Blake Snell, the pitching matchup. First pitch at 640. This is Kirsten's Corner with Kirsten Watson. Brought to you by Cars for Kids, your trusted charity for car donations. Also accepts donations of boats, RVs, motorcycles, and real estate. Call today at 877-CARS-FOR-KIDS or online at carsforkids.org. That's cars with a K. All right, Kirsten, here we are, the final games of the regular season. And today, a couple of updates. First, Dustin May. Yeah, so Dustin May, we spoke to him. He started playing catch today the first time. Now he's picked up the ball since uh, his last start. And he obviously was on the IL. So he told us that first the pain was in his left, the left side of his lower back. Then he started feeling it, not necessarily when he's playing, but uh, later that evening when he was laying down, it kind of tightened up on him. That all being said, he is feeling better. And when it comes to the postseason, he told us that considering how today went, he feels actually very confident that he will be ready to go uh, and be playing by the NLDS. So I'd say that's really good news, and hopefully it continues to be just that. How about Blake Trinan? I know he spoke earlier. Yeah, so with Blake, it's, um, it's kind of tricky because as much as he is feeling better, and he also played catch today as well, um, he is in a situation in which he doesn't really know, to be honest, if he'll be ready, especially by the time the DS comes. He said that just depends on how each day comes and how that bounce back is. But um, it is a good sign that he is feeling better. And Dave Roberts told us that that week after, or I guess those five days, to be more specific, after the end of the regular season and right before the start of the postseason, mm-hmm. those are going to be really crucial, um, especially for someone like Blake, who... They'll give him some more time to see if he's ready to go. And if that is the case and he's healthy and he's just coming out really well, uh, Dave feels confident and then he will be ready for a postseason roster spot. But it'll really just be kind of how he bounces back every day. So we'll have to keep a little daily check-in with him, I'd say. Now, this three-game series, it's big for the Padres. And for the Dodgers, It's not. it doesn't mean anything, but this could be an opponent they see in the NLDS. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting one because – so currently, the Padres have not clinched a postseason spot. Their magic number is six. So uh, depending on how things play out, they potentially could this series, just depending on what uh, the, the Brewers do. But it's that kind of tricky dynamic of this could very much be a postseason. Uh, it's in the DS. It could be a, a matchup we see there. Uh, so we'll have to we'll find out what goes on. But hopefully it'll be a fun one. It always is. 
Yeah, no doubt. It's going to be a fun three nights at Petco Park. Dodger fans, I'm sure, will represent. Kirsten, we'll check in with you after the game. Appreciate it. Still to come here on Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck. We'll dive deeper into tonight's pitching matchup. We'll check in with Michael Grove, who pitched well on Sunday in the finale, getting his first Major League win. But up next, we'll get you an injury report, and we'll get the pregame thoughts from Dodgers manager Dave Roberts. It's the Dodgers and Padres from San Diego on this Tuesday night. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers audio network this is morongo casino dodgers on deck dodgers on deck y'all on the official home of la dodgers baseball Dodgers and Padres from San Diego, the start of a three-game series. Tyler Anderson and Blake Snell, the pitching matchup in this series opener. First pitch from Petco Park is coming up at 6.40. The L.A. Dodgers Injury Report. Brought to you by UCLA Health. The official medical partner of the Los Angeles Dodgers, Dustin May on the IL with the lower back tightness. Blake Trinan on the IL with the right shoulder tightness. Looks like Dustin May is closer to returning than Blake Trinan. Tony Gonsolin is pitching right now in AAA Oklahoma City. He's scheduled to pitch two innings in a minor league rehab start. In his first inning, he gave up a single, then got a double play and a strikeout. The second inning, strikeout, ground out, fly out. So it looks like that is it for... Tony Gonsolin, a successful two innings. Don't know the velocity, don't know how he looked, but do know the results. Two shutout innings of work in AAA Oklahoma City. We'll get more on that coming up. Yancey Almonte on the IL with the sore elbow. He is with the team right now after a rehab assignment. He is set to come off the IL tomorrow, so that is certainly good news. Dodgers getting some good news as far as relievers are concerned. All right, let's head back out to Petco Park. Get the pregame thoughts of the Dodger skipper. Anything else for Dave? Dave, do you think... Other questions for Dave? Dave, can you just describe... Dave, can you talk about the pressure in the dugout with Dave Roberts? Um, I, I think with Dustin, certainly more confident um, uh, where he's at right now. Um, you know, with Blake, I think he said it's day to day, and uh, today was the first day he picked up a baseball. So uh, we'll know more how he responds. But again, I, I just uh, you know hoping for the best, but. Um, you know, when when that happens to be, I just don't know. Now, this is a series in which there's always an incredible atmosphere here. It gives that playoff excitement. It is a potential playoff matchup. Uh, but it's a situation in which you guys have already clinched the NL West. You've clinched your postseason spot. You have the number one seed for the National League. But they're still fighting. And what do you expect from today's matchup? Um, I, I think it's going to be as competitive as it always has been. Um, obviously, the results, the win-loss, um, you know, are more skewed. But... I still think that the games are competitive and these guys are fighting, you know, for a spot in the postseason and we're fighting to continue to play good baseball. So uh, I expect it to be a lot of energy um, and a good series. You're more confident in where Dustin is than Blake or just more confident where Dustin is from a couple days ago? Um, both. Um, I, I think that where he's at relative to Blake and um, the last couple days how he's kind of bounced back. Dustin, the fact that it's kind of a short turnaround before he was able to pick up baseball again, is that an encouraging sign for how stretched out he could be in October? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously, you know, logic says the longer you take off, the longer you're going to have to take to build back up. So um, for him to be able to pick up a baseball again, move forward, um, not too concerned about the buildup, 
and um, just want to make sure he's healthy. All right, there's Dave Roberts down the dugout, brought to you by Alignment Health. Get the freedom you deserve with Alignment Health Plant's AVA PPO plan. Visit AlignmentHealthPlant.com today. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with David Vasse, get all the latest as we lead you up to first pitch from San Diego, Dodgers and Padres. I'm Tim Cates, this is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. On your home for L.A. Dodgers baseball. Dodgers and Padres, the start of a three-game set from San Diego. Tyler Anderson, Blake Snell, the pitching matchup. First pitch set for 640. Joining Tim Cates on Dodgers on Deck. I accept everybody for who they are. This is Dodger insider David Bassett. All right, David, looking at the lineup, Max Muncie at second base. What should we read into this? Well, talking to Dave Roberts before the game, Tim, I asked him about it, whether or not this was a preview of things to come or was it just uh, a look and see at how this plays out. And basically what we got back was the defense up the middle is better with Austin Barnes catching and Max Muncy playing second base especially. Gavin Lux, since coming back, has... uh, allowed his struggles at the plate to carry into the field and as you know in the postseason every out is critical you cannot give the opponent extra outs Mm -hmm. and Max Muncy's best defensive position is second base so there's a very good chance against left-handed pitching that you will see Max Muncy at second base there's even a good chance that if the defense doesn't pick up from the eyes of the Dodgers that Gavin Lux might be coming off the bench or DHing Ooh. or doing something else. Now, nobody has said that, but tonight is an indication the Dodgers are thinking about having Muncy play second base on nights that Austin Barnes is catching and Will Smith is DHing. Interesting. Great stuff. All right, Dave. Any buzz about the Dodgers one win away from breaking the franchise record for wins? You know, I was in the clubhouse before the game, Tim. I was down there for the entire batting practice session uh, for Dave Roberts' media session. Nobody brought it up, and none of the players seem to have, you know, even asked me about it. Sometimes they'll ask me about whether or not they're on the verge of breaking a record of some sorts, (laughs) whether it's team or personal. Nobody approached me about winning 107 games, and that just shows you the focus of this team. Since day one, it's not about the regular season. It's about winning in October. So, yes, uh, if the Dodgers win 107 games tonight, they'll acknowledge it. They'll be asked about it. But nobody on the Dodgers was thinking about it before first pitch tonight. Dave is brought to you by Ford. Truck month is here. Get behind the wheel of a Ford F-150 truck and get after it with an available interior work surface. Visit your local Southern California Ford dealer to learn more. Eight games to go, Dave. Three tonight, and then you got a big series against the, uh, well, the Colorado Rockies. So that would be nine games, actually. Uh, with big the... in quantity, right? Exactly. Because big, yeah, six yeah. games against the Rockies. It's not big at all. Doesn't mean anything, but numbers-wise, <laughs> it's a big series. Uh Do you expect Dave Roberts to maybe name a closer between now and then? I don't believe so, Tim. He made it clear a couple of days ago that they are going to go with what they do before the ninth inning in the ninth inning in October. And the Dodgers, ever since Dave Roberts has taken over, they do define roles with their relievers, but not in the traditional sense of telling a reliever, you have the seventh inning, you have the eighth inning, and you have the ninth inning. 
They do define roles by letting them know which groupings of hitters or what particular hitter you'll be facing at some point in time in the game. So be ready for that. They do narrow it and define it that way. And it appears that the Dodgers are going to go into October with that mindset, even in the ninth inning. And Tommy Canely on Sunday did acknowledge the fact that the ninth inning is a different animal. It's not for everybody. So uh, it'll be interesting to see whether or not the Dodgers uh, continue to lean on Canely in the ninth inning. I could see a swap of the ninth between Evan Phillips and Tommy Canely, depending on, like I said, the groupings of hitters. Real quick, Dave, Tony Gonsolin, rehab assignment in Oklahoma City. He was hit 92-94, to two shutout innings. He threw a total of 27 pitches, went to the bullpen to throw some more for a simulated third inning. Seems like that's good news. I know he won't be completely built up, but it sounds like Dave Roberts will kind of take what he can get now. Yeah, that's the way the Dodgers are looking at it. They actually have their mindset that he's not going to be built up to the Tony Gonsolin we saw the majority of the year Mm -hmm. going seven innings. Uh, He's going to be probably somewhere between two and four innings, and that's how the Dodgers are going to piece together those games that Kershaw and Julio Urias are not pitching. They're going to use a starting pitcher, but then I'm sure Gonsolin or somebody else is going to piggyback Hmm. that starting pitcher or that opener. So it appears the Dodgers are looking towards Gonsolin coming back healthy more than Dustin May because, as you heard Dave Roberts say, it's not just about May's health. It's Mm -hmm. about him throwing strikes, which he's had a problem doing. Yeah, no doubt. Dave, great stuff. Looking forward to your conversation with Michael Grove. That's coming up in 15 minutes. All right, Dodger fans, I need three contestants, 866-987-2570. It's time to play the Six Flags Wicked Good Play of the Game Contest, 866-987-2570. Leading up to first pitch from San Diego, Dodgers and Padres. I'm Tim Cates, this Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. Dodgers and Padres ready to go at it. 640 first pitch from San Diego. Tyler Anderson and Blake Snell, the pitching matchup. But first, this is the Six Flags Wicked Good Play of the Game. All right, our three contestants ready to go. George was first, so he'll start us off. George, go ahead. What's your guess? Hey, Austin Barnes. What inning? Second inning. In the second. throw somebody out? Oh, okay. We'll see what he does in the second inning. Good luck to you, George. Our next contestant is Gerardo. Gerardo, welcome. What's your guess? Max Muncy in the fifth. Max Muncy in the fifth inning. Right on. Good luck to you, Gerardo. Greg is our third and final contestant. Welcome to you, Greg. What is your guest tonight? Hey, Tim. Let's go with Trace in the eighth inning. Trace Thompson in the eighth inning. All right. Love that. Good luck to you, Greg. Good luck to Gerardo. And good luck to George, our three contestants in the Six Flags Wicked Good Play the Game Contest. A world of fear awaits at Six Flags Magic Mountains Fright Fest. Select nights through Halloween with 14 terrifying haunted houses and dare to enter scare zones. Visit SixFlags.com for spooky deals on tickets and passes. We got less than two weeks to go. The Dodgers Road to Blue October. Dodgers have secured the number one spot in the National League all the way through the NLCS. The New York Mets have clinched the playoff spot. They are 97-57. and They've got a one-game lead on the Atlanta Braves through the top wildcard team. The St. Louis Cardinals, so close to clinching the division in the NL Central. They'll get there eventually. They're going to be the number 
three seed in the NL playoff race. Got the Atlanta Braves right now sitting atop the wild card race. The Phillies and the Padres are going back and forth right now. The Padres have a game and a half lead over the Phillies, who have lost two in a row. Meanwhile, the Milwaukee Brewers, they're still hanging around. They're only a game and a half back of the Phillies for that third and final wild card spot. The Dodgers are driving towards a blue October, just like Californians are driving to beat COVID-19. Let's continue to stay healthy and strong. Get boosted. Visit myturn.ca.gov to find a booster near you. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check back in with Rick Monday. So we're leading you up to first pitch from San Diego. Dodgers and Padres. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. On your home for the blue all season long. Dodgers and Padres from San Diego. Tyler Anderson and Blake Snell, the pitching matchup. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Shakey's, home of the original pizza, chicken, and mojos, the triple play of flavor. On game night, feed the group for about 10 bucks a person only at Shakey's. Still to come, we'll get to the keys to the game. We'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup, but first... And now, joined by David Massé, here's L.A. Dodgers broadcaster and World Series champion Dodger, Rick Monday. We're staying classy in San Diego with Rick Monday and the Dodgers and Padres, the final time they'll see each other in the regular season today, Rick. Well, it's good to see you, David. I know it was a long journey down here to uh, Southern California, the southern part of Southern California. (laughs) And, uh, you know, you start to look at different things. I mean, these games mean something to the San Diego Padres. Means something to the Dodgers too. I like Dave Roberts' comment the other night on the uh, the post game interview. He said, "Hey, look, we have a job to do, and the job is to win as many games as we can." And that's exactly the way they're coming down here to San Diego. The Padres trying to stay alive and make sure that they can clinch a playoff berth. And even though they come on eighty five and sixty eight, which pales in comparison to the Dodgers one hundred and six victories and just forty seven losses. But the Padres are going to be charged up, and they're not going to take things easily. Yeah, my guy, Snell Zill is on the mound tonight for yeah, the Padres. See, yeah, see, now you're claiming, yeah, my guy, yeah, my guy. What happens, I want to see what you say tomorrow, if he has a very good game, and, and the Padres happen to be victorious. Yeah, I want to hear you talk about your guy, Blake Snell, because I'll talk about my guy, Tyler Anderson, who's going for his 16th victory of the season. See, David, already, game one of the series, there's only three regular season road games left, and you have misplaced priorities. You're right. I'm sorry. And no, it's too late. It's not a coincidence. Austin Barnes, another one of my guys, is oh, in yeah. there against Snell. Oh, yeah. Now you're trying to sneak in. Yeah, That's like trying to say, no, I'll sweep the room, and you lift up the rug, and you put it underneath It's a the love rug. triangle between me, Barnes, and Snell, Rick. Oh, yeah. I have nowhere to go. Oh, yeah, it is. And for San Diego, quite frankly, they've, they've got to get things going. They've been pretty good so far in the month of September. They're 12 and 9, but it's Dodger Ball Club overall this season. They, they've won 12 of the 16 played against San Diego, and it's been really lopsided. You begin to look at it. Dodgers, for example, in those 16 games, have hit 261. The Padres, they've hit 188. The Dodgers' ERA, 2.05. The Padres' ERA against the Dodgers, over six and a quarter. It has been lopsided indeed, but. One thing about Major League Baseball, we understand full well that each and every night is a new challenge. The Dodgers will have a little different look because how much is Dave Roberts trying to figure out which way they're going to go in postseason as far as the roster, who's going to be playing. And tonight against the lefty, it's going to be Trace Thompson in center. Chris Taylor is going to be in left. Barnes, as you mentioned, doing the catching. 
your guy. And Max Muncy will be at second. And Justin Turner will be at third. Will Smith will be the designated hitter. So we're not seeing Bellinger in there against a lefty. And one guy that really needs to make a lot of contact and make improvements on that contract. Contact, we're seeing it maybe the last three or four games, is Chris Taylor tonight, who's going to bat in the seventh spot. The one interesting part of the Dodger lineup tonight, I thought, was Muncy getting the start at second base, mm-hmm. not Gavin Lux, who has done yeah. well against lefties. Or... The option to move Mookie Betts to second base and open up another outfield position for someone. But who would that someone be right now? Because if you have Muncie in the lineup, well, he would not be, someone would not be there. He'd either be Muncie or uh, uh, Smith. Smith's the designated hitter tonight. But that would be an interesting scenario if you think about a left handed pitcher and you have guys that are not making contact. If that continues, does Dave Roberts even think about moving Mookie Betts to start at second base to get an additional right-handed bat into the lineup? Well, I think Mookie's a little jealous he's not playing at second base tonight. Tonight's Dodger game plan is sponsored by California Community Colleges. Create your game plan for life with a college education. Enroll today at ICanGoToCollege.com. If I don't use it tonight during the game, I am going to give you a scenario on how one player stayed out of a slump or how he knew how to get out of a slump during his playing career. All right. Look forward to that during the broadcast, Rick. Before I back out of here, you talked about the Padres and Dodgers head-to-head meetings this year. Mm -hmm. It feels like the Padres wanted so bad to beat the Dodgers that they don't let the game come to them. Well, they need to be patient, and so far they have not been, and the clock is ticking, and every tick gets louder and louder for them to secure a playoff spot. The other part, too, we'll find out about Juan Soto. Much ballyhooed. The acquisition right at the trade deadline. He's at 170 against the Dodgers this year. Month of September, he's hitting two and a quarter with just two home runs and nine runs batted in. Against lefties, Juan Soto hitting 219 is all. All right, we'll see whether or not he can continue to yeah. try to make things yeah. work for him in a Padre uniform. He's not one of your guys? Not yet. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> he's a free agent in you two mean years, to tell Rick. us that you're on the fence and you actually admitted it. That's right. He's not one of my guys. That's a well. Okay, now you're going to be defending. Machado, one of my guys. Is he? Yeah. Is he? Is he one of your guys tonight? Uh, if he swings at the first pitch, oh, he goes zero for four, David. <laughs> oh, geez, Rick. Well, you're one of my guys too, Rick. Yeah. You're number one. I I ran out of 0 for 4s. I already did it. <laughs> Been there, done that. All right, let's send it back to not one of my guys, Tim Cates. Huh? Oh, come on, Dave. Still to come here on Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. We'll get you a preview of tonight's pitching matchup. Rick will be back with my guy, Tim Neverett, as we have the keys to the game. But up next, we go high and tight with Michael Grove. I know one of his guys who's friends with the guy. It's the Dodgers and Padres from San Diego. First pitch at 640. I'm Tim Cates. It's Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Dodgers on Deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. Dodgers and Padres, Tyler Anderson and Blake Snell. The pitching matchup. First pitch coming up at 640. Opening weekend of the autumn racing meet at Santa Anita Park. Kicks off this Friday, September 30th. Watch the top horses punch their ticket to the 2022 Breeders' Cup with new events and experiences at the Great Race Place. Tickets are on sale at SantaAnita.com slash event. Still to come, my guys, Rick and Tim, will get you the keys to the game. We'll also dive deeper into this pitching matchup. But first, David Vassay. And now, what 
it will likely be Vassay fielding insults from a Dodger player. It's an engagement of endearment. This is High and Tight. All right, the Dodgers and Padres are getting set for first pitch in San Diego, but we're joined right now by a man that has pitched really well for the Dodgers and earned his first major league win on Sunday afternoon. That's Michael Grove. Michael, thanks a lot for the time. Yeah, thank you. What's it like now? First major league win. Uh, you've been pitching well for the Dodgers, and to earn your first win, I'm sure, was exciting. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, you know, it's it's cool to get that one behind me and, and have the memory and all that and, and just focus on uh, continuing to, to work hard and pitch well in the future. When did you know it was your win? Did somebody let you know? Or as a young kid, are you rooting for the Dodgers to keep that lead for you to get your win? I, I mean, yeah, I knew when I uh, once I got back in the locker room, um, <laughs> I knew that it was in play, but I, I wasn't focused a whole lot on that. I was just kind of watching the game and uh, pretty cool to see. How many uh, family and friends did you have at Dodger Stadium? Uh, I didn't have any family, but I had a few friends there. I had, I had three or four friends. What's it been like for you in this short time with the Dodgers? Uh, you're the sixth starter. You're giving everybody extra days rest, and you're also doing your part pitching five innings in the last three starts. Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to do my job, and, and like you said, I'm a sixth starter and, and trying to give uh, the team as many innings as I can. Um, so really that's my goal is to, to try to, you know, get five or six yeah. innings every game and um, and just give these guys a blow when I can with the season winding down. This must be a really great experience for you to be part of this team now. It's the best record in baseball, one of the most talented teams in baseball. How much of a sponge are you? A lot. I mean, I, I try to just kind of listen and, um, and and hear the conversations these guys have and uh, the pitching staff and, and all the things that these guys talk about uh, are just a little bit different. And um, it, it's cool to take it all in and, and try to apply it the best I can to what I do. Um, and so, like you said, there's so much talent here and, and it's such a great organization that uh, you can pick up plenty if you just listen. This isn't charity. You earned your way here. But is this next level thinking when it comes to pitching with some of these veterans? Oh, definitely. Um, I mean, anytime you can talk to guys with one Cy Young Awards, it's uh, it's really cool. And to have several of those guys on the same staff is um, is amazing. Uh, and I mean, even the guys that are hurt, like Walker's walking around, and and you can just pick his brain as well. So um, it's a great experience for me and it'd be great for any young pitcher as well so i I definitely um appreciate it the one thing that i'm sure you've noticed is the routine and the work ethic of a lot of these pitchers and it starts with clayton kershaw is that the biggest thing for a young guy trying to find his routine yeah i mean i think everybody's a little bit different and and clayton's obviously got a kind of famous routine Mm -hmm. um you know it doesn't talk to anybody and and all that (laughs) kind of stuff and so it's like sometimes it's five minutes before I realize, oh, he's pitching today. I better like you know, keep to myself. But um, don't look at him in the yeah, eye. No doubt, no <laughs> doubt. Um, but yeah, it's cool to see what other guys do and um, and compare it to what I do. Um, I think I have a pretty good routine myself, so I haven't changed a whole lot. But it, it's interesting to just see how each guy goes about getting ready for their start. What's special about Kershaw is not just the day he starts, but his five-day routine. Is that something that you've noticed, and how much of of your five-day routine helps you on that star day? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I see with him is just that no matter what day it is, that when he's throwing or anytime he's doing something to refine his craft, it's never 
you know, taking a throw off or taking a day off. And so I think that everybody can learn something from that. And that if you want to be consistent, then be consistent every day and, and, and work like that. And it's, it's impressive. Michael Grove is our guest. He got his first major league win on Sunday afternoon at Dodger Stadium. And here he is, part of the rotation for the best team in baseball. When you look at some of the other young players that you were teammates with in Oklahoma City, can you share with us how exciting the future is? Yeah, I mean we have we have so much talent in this organization, and you see Vargi coming up and, yeah. and doing his thing. I mean, Outman came up, uh, was on fire, and you know just kind of don't have spots available. Yeah. But um, we have a ton of talent down there. Uh, Pep, everybody saw Pep pitch. I mean, he's insane. Uh, Gavin Stone <laughs> had a one five this year. Bobby's throwing a hundred and one. So it's just yeah, it's just reload, and, and there's a lot of talent down in AAA. I thought Miguel Vargas showed what type of player he is in spring training when I asked him, what's your best defensive position? And he said, anywhere I get four at-bats. <laughs> yeah, he's a funny guy, too. Um, you know, for such a young kid that English isn't his first language, he's starting to uh, kind of pick up on our humor and sarcasm a little <laughs> bit. And he's a really funny dude, so that doesn't surprise me one bit. Michael, congratulations on the success you had, and congratulations on your first Major League win. We look forward to watching you grow in this Dodger uniform. Continued success and health. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. There he is, the man, Michael Grove. We'll send it back to you in the studio, Tim. All right, thanks a lot, David. Thanks a lot, Michael. He's been fantastic when called upon by the Dodgers, getting his first win on Sunday. Congratulations to him. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Metro, celebrating the real MVPs of Los Angeles, our bus operators. Remember to thank your driver. Leading you up to first pitch on this Tuesday night, Dodgers and Padres. Coming up, we'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup tonight. I'm Tim Kaintz, this Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for L.A. Dodgers baseball. Dodgers and Padres, game one of this three-game set. Coming up from Petco Park, first pitch of 640. And now... Before the Dodgers hit the diamond, we look at the pitching matchup. Presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers. New vehicles like sleek new Camrys are arriving daily at your Toyota dealer. To see all offers or find a dealer near you, visit toyota.com. They make it easy. Tyler Anderson on the mound making his 27th start. He's third on the team with 15 wins. First on the team with 167 innings pitched. Last time out, six innings, three runs, two hits, six strikeouts, and a loss to Arizona. Facing the Padres for the first time this season, fourth time this season, he's 2-0. and in his previous starts, he's 6-3 and three with a 231 ERA and 64 strikeouts in 14 games, 13 starts in his career against them. Blake Snell going for the Padres, 8-9 with a 362 ERA in his seventh season in the big leagues. Last time out, seven shutout innings, two hits, 13 strikeouts in a win over the Cardinals. The 29-year-old left-hander against the Dodgers this year, two starts, 0-1 with a 6 ERA in his career, eight games, 1-1 with a 286 ERA. So it's Tyler Anderson, left-hander, Blake Snell, left-hander. Dodgers, Padres, 15 minutes away from first pitch. Keys to the game are next. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. Looking to sell your junk car? Jose Mora here. Pick your part of Southern California's leading car buyer paying top dollar for your vehicle today. Call 800-962-CARS and let Pick Your Part hit a home run for you. 
Dodgers and Padres, start of a three-game set. Tyler Anderson, Blake Snell. A pair of left-handers going at it. First pitch of 640. Dodger fans, when you need the very best care for your child, go to Children's Hospital Los Angeles, ranked number one in California for pediatric care. Find the right doctor at chla.org. All right, first pitch coming up. Before that, though, let's head back out to the booth at Petco Park. A final check-in with Rick and Tim. Guys... Tim, thanks again as we count you down to the first pitch here in San Diego. Tyler Anderson and Blake Snell battle of lefties here tonight. Anderson 15-4, and four, and he has been a guy who's received quite a, a lot of run support this year, Mo. Uh, when you look at his run support average, it's fifth highest in the National League at 5.31 runs a game. However, since mid-August, he's received under three runs a game, 2.78 runs. So the run support's gone down for him, and he's picked up a few more losses that uh, kind of correlate with the fact that the Dodgers weren't hitting for him. Absolutely. Interesting number that I found on Anderson also. If you look at since the All-Star game, well, his record is 5-3. and three. His ERA has actually gone down. I mean, it's gone way down, just 1.92. He's given up 13 home runs this year. Only four have been hit out of the ballpark since the break, so he has stepped up his game, and he's also 2-0 and oh this year when he has faced the San Diego Padres. Even though he's given up some runs, he's had some very timely hits that have been kind of moved aside. Does a good job with runners on in scoring position. And Blake Snell, he's pitched pretty well against the Dodgers. 3-1. and one with an 0-6-9 ERA in four other starts uh, that go back to August. But the Dodgers did get five runs against him last time out. He is a guy that the third time through the order seems to be the time when the opposition gets him. Yeah, two starts against the Dodgers, 0-1, that ERA right at six. Here's the interesting thing about Snell. We talk about uh, Clayton Kershaw when he gets no balls and a strike. Well, Ian Snell falls in that same category. He goes 0-1 from that point on, just a 150 batting average against but for uh, Snell, even though it doesn't give up a whole lot of base hits, he can give up a lot of extra base hits, and this is a big ballpark and a lot of doubles and sometimes triples. Expecting to see some guys get on base. Freddie Freeman has a 17-game on base streak. Will Smith has a 15-game on base streak. And prior to the day off, uh, Will with a couple of hits and an RBI, and Freddie Freeman had an RBI double on Sunday afternoon on the Dodgers' 4-1 win against the Cardinals. So expecting to see those guys to continue to get on base. Yeah, they get on base a lot. And uh, the Dodgers have three guys that have absolutely annihilated the Padres pitching this year. Betts has hit 375. Freeman's hit 362. And then not to be outdone, Justin Turner against the Padres this year, hitting at 333 with six home runs and 15 runs batted in. The difference between first and second place in the National League Western Division sits at 21 games between the Dodgers and and the Padres as we get you ready for game one, Los Angeles in San Diego tonight. Tim? All right, game one of this three-game set. Remember the Dodgers, a four-game lead over the Houston Astros. That's the magic number, four, to clinch the best record in baseball, meaning they would have home field advantage throughout the World Series. Still, still a lot to play for for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Also, one win away, one win from setting the franchise record for wins in a regular season, currently sitting on 106. Tyler Anderson, Blake Snell, the pitching matchup. First pitch from San Diego's coming up next. I'm Tim Case. This has been Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck on the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. Enjoy the game, everybody. We're born.